Hey, Razorback fans. It's John Neighbors once again coming to you with another podcast that I really did not want to record. One that I did not ever want to even think about recording. As I'm sure a lot of you have already heard the news that another former Razorback icon, one of uh, the all-time greats, and one that has gone too soon, former Razorback running back Alex Collins. Alex Collins is considered to be one of the best running backs in Arkansas's history for many different reasons. And it is so unfortunate that we're, we're having to talk about this. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, I don't know. I know it's all, I know it's a, just a coincidence, but between having the passing of a, a Chris Smith and then Ryan Mallett, as we know, and, and now Alex Collins, I don't know what to make of this. It's it's just such a awful thing. It's an awful thing for everybody involved. And just you know, thoughts and prayers to Alex Collins's family. You know, just I a guy that's not even thirty years old, not even thirty years old, had so much about him that was just so great and so memorable. For him to to go out like this and to, to pass away like this is just is is awful. He's gone too soon. And so thoughts and prayers to his family, his parents, to, to his loved ones, everybody involved. Just I can't imagine what they're going through. I you know, I just it, I I've been trying to sit here and try to think of like how to do this and how to how to speak on this once again. Um, you know, with Ryan when he passed away. Yeah, I think it was a lot more difficult for me because I actually knew Ryan. And it was one that really hit home hard for me. But even with Alex Collins, uh, who I didn't know personally, um, but I did remember interviewing him and, and going to practices and press conferences and everything like that. Uh, he was somebody that was unique in many different ways. and. You know, it's we're starting to get some details on what happened with with this whole deal, and I, I think that just because of it's it is a podcast where we of course give our opinions and our reactions to things and all that, but we also tell the full story as much as possible too. Um, we at least have an idea of what what exactly went down with Alex Collins and his passing because he was in a motorcycle accident, and this is according to the detectives with the Broward. Sheriff's Office Traffic Homicide Unit, who are investigating the fatal crash involving a motorcycle and a vehicle at Lauderdale Lakes, says the crash occurred at approximately 10.20 p.m. on Sunday, August 13th. Um, It's the preliminary investigation revealed Alexander Collins was traveling eastbound on a 2004 Suzuki GSX R600K motorcycle on West Oakland Park Boulevard, approaching Northwest 33rd Avenue. At the same time, an adult female was traveling westbound in a 2002 Chevrolet Suburban SUV on West Oakland Park Boulevard. According to investigators, at some point, the Chevrolet driver proceeded to turn left to travel south onto Northwest 33rd Avenue. As the car crossed the eastbound lanes, the motorcycle struck the rear passenger side of the SUV. The impact caused the motorcyclist, Alex Collins, to enter the rear passenger side window. 
of the Chevrolet vehicle and come to a final rest inside the car. The collision also caused the Chevrolet to rotate clockwise before finally resting. BSO deputies responded and the motorcycle driver, Alex Collins, was pronounced deceased on scene. The driver of the SUV remained on scene and cooperated with the investigation. The, the circumstances surrounding this fatal crash are still under investigation. And that was uh, from the detectives dealing with the homicide. Those are the facts and those are the details that we know at this time. And it's, it, it's just awful. It's awful. You know, it's it doesn't matter exactly, you know, how it all went down. I know it was of people's, you know, intrigue of knowing uh, what happened. But since the investigation is ongoing, you know, we still got to wait and see. And hopefully there was no foul play or anything like that. But this shows you how dangerous that uh, out there on the road can be. And also how dangerous uh, you know, with motorcycles and all that. Just to, I just can't imagine. It's a scary, scary thing. But until the details really start to arise about Alex Collins. Uh, I think it would be remiss, of course, looking back and appreciating and acknowledging who he was, and not only as a player, but as a person, but also just just kind of reflect upon a lot of it, too. You've had statements uh, bringing out because, for instance, Coach Sam Pittman, who was at Arkansas as the offensive line coach when Alex Collins was playing, he put out a written statement saying Alex Collins was such a wonderful person and loved the Razorbacks, and we loved him too. Our thoughts are with his family and his teammates and the entire Razorback Nation, RIP number three. Also, uh, the Razorback football Twitter account said, uh, we are saddened by the sudden and tragic passing of Alex Collins. He was a legendary Razorback and an even better person. His love for the Razorbacks and desire to be a hog were undeniable. We will miss him greatly. He's 28 years old. He's 28 years old. He's played for the Seahawks, played for the Ravens. In fact, I saw a picture being passed around recently of a picture of him and Ryan Mallett playing together or standing together on the sidelines because they both played at the Ravens at the same time. That one, that one hit really close to home. But a lot of former players have, have commented about him and you know, made their thoughts and opinions known about who he was and, and everything. And you can tell, definitely tell it's something that got a lot of people hurt. Uh, I, I want to look at his accomplishments at Arkansas, you know, as far as the player. But I also want to get into in a bit to the, the personal side of things and some of the things that I personally remember, or at least that stood out to me. You know, when I always think of Alex Collins, I think about the fact that he might be one of the few players that really get forgotten in the SEC for accomplishing such a rare thing like rushing for a thousand yards in all three of their first seasons. And that's what Alex Collins did. He's only one of four running backs to do so. Herschel Walker, Kevin Falk, and Darren McFadden. It's a pretty, pretty rare error to be in. And Alex Collins was able to accomplish that. Um, You know, he, he had the third highest single season rushing total with five, 1,577 yards in 2015. That was his biggest year because Jonathan Williams got hurt that season. And he had to carry a huge amount of the load. 
So he had to he had to go out there and play. And then, of course, we know some of his gross best and most memorable plays, being a part of the Hunter Henry heave, and you know trying to get the first down, which he did. Think about to the LSU game down in Baton Rouge where he ran for I think it was was it eighty five yards, eighty yards, something like that, all the way to the house. And at that point in time, people were really starting to get scared there in Baton Rouge and maybe starting clearing out. But yeah, that play, he had, he had a lot of big plays, a lot of memorable plays. And I think, you know, every running back of that caliber that's able to accomplish those things always are known for something. And, you know, like when we think about Darren McFadden, you think about the, the speed and, and the power to go along with it. Alex Collins was not a speedster. And he wasn't a power guy either. But I feel like he had two things to his game that really just set himself apart. That I don't know if I've ever seen a player since be able to do what Alex Collins did with his hips and jukes and his stiff arms. Go back and watch some of the highlights. I wish I could play them for you. But go back and watch some of the highlights of when he had some of these big plays and these big runs. The way that he would just glide and 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 again the hips and the way they moved it didn't look like he was juking but it would he would just juke people out of his shoes without breaking stride it was a really incredible thing how he could just maneuver and just go through and not even break any sort of you know stride or or you know slow down in his speed or anything like that he had that capability and then anytime he got on the outside he was able to just get that stiff arm perfectly where again he wasn't a powerful guy i mean he was he was in great shape i mean he's a running back in the sec but it was his, it was just his way of avoiding avoiding tackles now when he got hit he normally went down he didn't break a lot of tackles but he avoided them and he was so good at that it's not something you can even coach and you know it's one thing to be fast and it's one thing to have power but to use your hips in that sort of way is almost weird. It's almost crazy to think. And a lot of that had to do with just his uh, river dancing that he was all into. Like, I, I just remember that part of it. He was saying that he did river dancing a lot. And that helped him in his game. And I think it, it obviously did. Like, it, it did a great job of it. And he was all about the river dancing. Even into the NFL, he's still all about that river dancing. And it was just cracking me up how, how, how interesting that was and unique that was. But, I mean, he had such a great career at Arkansas. And I think, though, when people will look back upon some of the greatest running backs of all time for Arkansas, too, the one thing that I feel like is going to, I'm not going to say hinder Alex Collins from being remembered, because I don't think that's the right term, but uh, the, I guess the unfortunate thing about Alex Collins' career at Arkansas is he really was never a part of a team that accomplished something great. They had success in their own right. But, you know, if you think about some of the all-time greats, you know, McFadden was part of a team that won the SEC West and played in the SEC title game. Uh, you know, Ryan Mallett, you think about the, all the all-time greats. You know, you had the, the Sugar Bowl years. Like, you, you think about the all-time great players, and they always had great seasons or at least one memorable season to go along with it. And that was the unfortunate thing about Alex Collins' time and maybe the only unfortunate thing about his time at Arkansas is he just never had that one great year as, uh, that he was on the team of. His best year was in 2015, where they went five and three in SEC play, but seven and five overall. And when he gets brought up, I, that's why I feel like, and I could be wrong, this is just my opinion, but that's why I feel like he doesn't get remembered in the way that maybe he should, is because he just wasn't a part of some team that everybody saw and, and talked about and, and knew about. 
And it's unfortunate. Like, it's not his fault. He did everything he could for the team, but I think that's really where it's going to be looked at from some. Not all, but some. But he had a great career at Arkansas. And he came in during a time where, you know, it was a lot of transition, a lot of uncertainty. You know, Brett Beal was coming in his first year. Uh, Arkansas goes three and nine in his first year. They're getting their taints handed to him in the SEC, right and left. And he's a true freshman that had a lot of, lot of expectation. He wasn't a five star, but he was dadgum close to it. And I remember the time where he was being recruited by Arkansas. I mean, he had a chance to go to anywhere in the country coming out of South Florida. And he wanted to go to Arkansas. And I think everybody also remembers the fact that he was doing his signing ceremony for his national letter of intent. And his mom stole his national intent letter because he did, she did not want him to go to Arkansas. Now, it ended up working out perfectly. But I think even from the get-go from this guy, before he even stepped on campus, you knew it was a, he had a unique story and a unique personality. And he definitely did that. He he was all about, like, I've never seen somebody who was able to be, like, to relish in the, the fame and the tension he got. Not in a bad way, but just relish in it and, and embrace it. But also being pretty reserved, too. Like, if you were on campus, like, I was on campus one same time that Alex Collins was there. And, you know, he was a big, he was a big deal. And I don't think it was only because he was a highly recruited player coming out of high school, but yeah, he had a great smile. He had the big dreads. He had a unique look. Everyone had heard about him. He was at every party. It seemed like he just, Hey, there's Alex Collins. He's here again. You know, he really embraced the whole thing about being the guy, the big man on campus. But, you know, as much as he did that, I always felt like he was like, you still don't know much about him. You know, like he's almost a larger than life person that, can almost, in a way, be a recluse, but be a guy that gets a lot of attention. It was a weird dynamic. At least that's how I felt about it. But he always had a big smile on his face, and he was always having fun, and he was always, you know, chopping it up with everybody. And he he was so interesting as a personality. If you ever talked to him or, you know, ever got him out of his element uh, from football, you're just like, man, this guy's interesting for the weirdest reasons, but he's interesting. And, again, you go back to when he was, uh, signing with Arkansas, you can kind of sense that that's the way it was going to go down. But he always, always did everything he could as a, not only as a player, but just as a human being to really embrace Arkansas. Because that's a thing, man. We have a lot of greats that come through the state of Arkansas as and, and become Razorbacks and are iconic. Lots of them. And that is no different and I'm not trying to separate the two as far as, you know, one's better than the other. Of one, of a player that becomes great who's from the state of Arkansas and a player who comes great who's not from the state. Like, there's no bad way or good way or anything like that. But for Alex Collins to come from South Florida, where Arkansas has not had a whole lot of players come from there, who could have gone anywhere in the country, for to get a player like that, and not only that player to succeed, but also to absolutely love everything about Arkansas. Alex Collins was that guy. He was at every sporting event supporting all the other sports. He wore his Razorback gear all the time. He, he talked about, the, you know, tweeted about the Razorbacks. He was 
you know, he, every single fan I ever saw him interact with, he was he'd stop and take pictures and sign autographs. He did it for kids too. Like he was so welcoming when it came to him as as just a, a player and a person. Even though he knew it was a big deal, he made time for everybody. He made time for those that that showed love to him. He'd show love right back uh, every single time. He didn't have to, but he did, and that's that's to me. I think what made Alex Collins really stand out to me is he had no connection to Arkansas. Like, I don't even know if he had even visited the state of Arkansas before he went on a recruiting visit. Like, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't even actually, if I remember the story correctly, I don't even think he ever set foot on campus. But he committed to Arkansas. I think he really liked Brett Bielma. And for, you know, for him to do that, I mean, to take on that role of embracing everything about the Razorbacks and Pig Suey, the kid from South Florida. I'm sure, a lot of his friends at home were like, man, what is this guy? I don't know what he's all about. But he didn't care. He loved it. He embraced it. He was always a part of Arkansas. He felt like he was part of Arkansas. And, you know, that's, that's kind of the whole... I mean, it's one of the saddest things about it all, is that he, he loved it here, man. He was, you know, he's from South Florida, you think of Miami, you think of big cities and beaches and warm weather and nightclubs and all that fun stuff. And it's like, no, yeah, it wasn't for him. He loved Arkansas. He loved Fayetteville. He loved hanging out on Dixon Street and calling the Hogs, rushing the court for a split second when Arkansas beat Kentucky on that Qualls putback dunk. I remember that one too. He was wearing a white blue shirt too, almost like he wanted to stand out. But he had he had an opportunity to go anywhere, and not only did he go to Arkansas, but he loved Arkansas. He embraced Arkansas, and Arkansas embraced him. And he did his job. He, he was a phenomenal running back. And he always had his quirks. You know, there was those always random times where he was held out of practice or, you know, Brett Bielman made him carry a mattress around. Like, there was always those weird things where he'd have his little slip-ups here and there. Just, But it was nothing serious. It was just, you know, maybe not uh, being, you know coming to practice on time or whatever it may be. He was a college kid. He was a kid. But... I just want to say, and we, we can close on this one because I know I've probably been rambling at this point, but I, uh, I'm i heartbroken about the passing of Alex Collins. Not only because of the great Razorback that he was, but just the great person that he was. And always being very welcoming and forthcoming to everybody and especially to Arkansas. He could have looked down upon Arkansas. He could have laughed at Arkansas, mocked at Arkansas. Oh, this is all dumb. I'm just here to get mine and move on. And he didn't, he loved it. And Arkansas loved him. And I think that every time I'll think of Alex Collins, I'll think of not just what he did on the field, but as weird as it sounds, I'm going to think about that smile that he had, man. He, He was always smiling. And he seemed to have such a love for life. And he had a confidence to him to where he didn't care what anyone thought. Like, you know how many people thought it was probably weird he took river dancing? <laughs> or that he, uh, you know, wore the his hair the way that he did. Or, you know, he threw the A the way that he did, which, you know, I was never a fan of. But, you know, he didn't care what anybody thought. He had a confidence to him. He had a swagger to him. And he just lived it up and enjoyed it and 
just always had a big smile on his face. He was always happy just to be wherever he was. He just was happy. And I think that that's going to be the thing that stands out to me the most. Great player, great plays, great moments, great memory, like all of those things, but he was always just happy. And that's something I think we all strive to be. We all strive to be happy. But not all of us can get to that point. Not all of us can smile every single day. No matter what we're doing, even if we're enjoying it, it sometimes can be really tough to do. And if we do do it, it's a lot of times fake, but not for Buddha, not for Alex Collins. That guy just loved life, loved to smile, almost envious of him, but he'll be missed. He will be missed. Rest in peace, Buddha. Arkansas is always going to remember you and appreciate everything that you did. Not only on the field, but off the field for the state of Arkansas.